0: The following program is for adult audiences only.
1: This is
2: This is... Eric and Gord. What if we're right right now? I believe it would be mine. Are you ready? Gotcha,
0: gotcha. got find, find and like
2: us on
0: Facebook. Oh no, I was just ma- making sure
2: Eric and Gord yeah. was hearing that too. So yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. What everybody still comes
3: doing? In Welcome here. to What If We're Right? Um. How is everyone? Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, welcome. Glad to have us. Um, This is, of course, Gord. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing okay. I've had better days, but I'm doing all right. How are you, my friend?
3: I am phenomenal. This is, uh, for our guests, I'm not too sure if they know that this is our season finale. It is also our 205th episode, as we say goodbye to season two um so i thought in natural uh you know understated subtle eric style i thought we'd go out with a nice easygoing topic for everyone to just have a few laughs,
1: yeah. <laughs>, <laughs> no, us nothing do- says easygoing with than talking about religion <laughs> <laughs> And
3: Nobody of gets course, joining us today, we have uh, Jeffrey Davis, who uh, doesn't want to involve God in the conversation, but just went through a, a pretty severe storm and made it out the other side okay. Thanks for joining us, Jeff.
2: Yeah, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, here in Nashville, man, I, I live right where in the in the actual suburb, one of the hardest hit ones of these nasty tornado that just blew through here.
1: Oh, good Lord
2: yet yeah. wow well glad you made it oh yeah thanks man i appreciate you
3: and Cherie, thanks for joining us at the last minute i really appreciate you uh, getting in touch with us it's great to have you here
0: yeah it's really good to be here as i drive down the highway um we're doing rv driving at this point and it's great to be able to connect and have this kind of conversation
3: oh definitely um and anyone listening, uh, the phone is open, 604-655-9630. Uh, We're also set up to chat live online. If you want to uh, text me your questions via Spreaker.com, I'm I'm ready to take them. And let me, I'll, I'll give some uh, a little bit of backstory here because I've got a little bit of time. Um, I come from a very Christian family. I'm not... Um, how, how do i put this politely um there's currently estimated 2.6 to 3.1 billion christians in the world that's roughly one-third of the world population Ooh. um now obviously in the past decade other religions have made giant steps in north america and they were met with trump's muslim ban uh state mandated bible teaching in public schools And laws that now permit students to give faith-based answers in science classes. Um, But Christianity is suffering uh, in North America. Attitudes towards LGBTQ communities are shifting. Uh, Diversity is becoming the pillar of a stable community. And uh, just some research I did over the weekend. Roughly 80% of people... In a survey of, uh, it was only about 5,000 Americans, but 80% said they believe in God. Of them, 56% said they believe in the God described in the Bible. Uh, Whose interpretation
2: say, of that God? I'm sorry? Whose interpretation of the God described in the Bible?
3: See, that's uh <laughs> that's where my big question comes in. So let's dive right into it, because my question is, the Bible is supposed to be um, a perfect and complete guide to living one's life. Uh, I would maintain that it's not applicable in modern times. Um, now, I guess Cherie it would be uh, the best one to answer. Do you believe that the Bible is a perfect and complete guide to living one's life in modern times?
0: but is that there are so many paths that. Um, connect to God um, and that religion really is something that man has created to make sense of their world and to try to define God which really is undefinable you know we are using our
3: own my contention would be that the Bible itself is supposed to be the word of God so if you aren't you kind of denying right If, if you don't believe in the Bible, then you don't wholeheartedly believe in the Word of God. And that's just my interpretation.
0: Right, that's your interpretation, and basically what I'm saying is the Bible is a sacred text. It was written by men. It was written at a time where the translations had to be done by hand, by scribes, with tremendous amount of errors written throughout the Bible I think the Bible basically is a tool to help us live our lives a tool in looking at our consciousness but it's not to be taken literally
1: And well i say that kind of makes sense because you, you, you kind of can't take the Bible literally there's too many contradictions as it is anyway so that kind of makes sense
2: yep yeah, but you have plenty of of, of of what I call biblical literalists that do believe that it's literally a step by step guide, a word for word handbook. as Eric was saying. And and so it's like there's so many different perspectives. Some people do believe it's literally true, which causes a lot of problems, obviously. Um, and some people believe it's more allegorical. Um, you know, and, and and that's within the the realm of, or the the broad, broad, broad brushstroke. I'm sure you Cherie would agree. It's a Christianity is a broad brushstroke, depending on where you are in the U.S., where you are in the world. You know, ask ask a Christian what it means to be a Christian in in any given city, any given country, anywhere, and you'll if you ask a hundred Christians, I would venture to guess you get a hundred different answers on what it means to be a Christian.
3: And yeah, that seems to be very true. And that is where I kind of take issue with it because I would think that it's it's kind of an all for one one for all sort of deal or or it doesn't work um how how does it work if everyone has their own interpretation of it um how can it be correct i guess you know i you can have your own interpretation of math but at the end of the day there's only one form of math that's correct you know what i mean um if if at the end of the day uh a large percentage of you are going to find out that you're wrong because r- really when it comes down to it there, there's only one way and it's it's the lord's way am i wrong about
2: well that? i mean it, it depends on who you ask You yeah, that's that's the hard thing right um is is, and me as a, as a former former religion as a whole, Christianity and the other quote-unquote Abrahamic faiths, the three faiths of Abraham, right, the ones that stem from Abraham, which are Judaism, Christianity, and Islam, the, those three faiths, um, oftentimes people of those faiths and different sects within those faiths do claim to be absolutely right. And it, that's, that's a huge problem, right? Because if you're going to claim being absolute right, you have to be able to prove that, and there is no proof for that. Because you can't point to the Bible or the Koran, um, you know, because that's the claim, right? The, the claim can't be the proof. So, yeah. There, and I want to hear what 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 Sheree has to think about it because that's that's it's so open. Your Christianity, I can only speak to that because that's the only religion I've been a part of for a large number of years, uh, is so vastly different person-to-person, town-to-town, country-to-country.
3: Ed, Cherie, can I just ask really quickly, um, do you have a degree, or are you...
0: Yep. Went to seminary three years. Yep. I'm a The the
3: problem I have uh, with... um, Last month, I became a minister... Um, I've got an ordination certificate. I've got a white collar. I've got uh, the whole nine yards. At the end of the day, it cost me 120 bucks. Uh, I
0: um, did
3: the online thing, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I tend to question the legitimacy of anything that I can get online for 120 dollars and then pass myself off as not not I. I in no way mean to discredit you, but um. You know, I, I, there's a very small group of people who would think to question uh, your credentials as opposed to mine if I show up in the white mm-hmm. collar and say I'm a minister. Um, mm-hmm. do, does it not uh, maybe bother you that people can do that and then claim to be legitimate ministers when they're not?
0: So on a personal level, sure, it does. Um, but I have no control over those folks who decide that's, that's what they want to do, that, that they want to go online, they want to pay the 150 bucks, and they want to have something that says REV. Um, for me, I'm accountable for um, myself and my flock, right? I mean, mine is about um, doing as much research academically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, Um to have as much clarity as possible um, to assist folks in really having that conversation and that relationship with something greater than themselves. And I don't care if they call it God, Allah, um, goddess, light, love, energy, principle. It doesn't matter to me. Um, What it is, what does matter is are you connected to something that is greater And my personal mission is to um, have these conversations about awakening to possibilities. You know, you talk about mathematics in this very logical absolute form and I don't think that having a relationship with anyone, furthermore something that we call God can be linear, can be in that logical realm. But doesn't
3: God think so? Um, Isn't doesn't God believe himself to be absolute and and there, thereby your uh, our interpretation really doesn't matter uh, for, um, I for I'm just gonna use pronouns indiscriminately here I'm gonna call God he if I may for for just the, the purpose of this part of the conversation anyway he knows what's what's up and you're going to be wrong. Or maybe you're not, but uh, if you are, and you've missed the point, does that not upset God?
0: Well, I think that if we give God human characteristics, you know, if we make God a he, if we make God this anthropomorphic being... That sits in the clouds on a throne in judgment and controlling everything like Superman or Santa Claus, yeah, then we got issues. Those those are issues. But what if our interpretation of what God is and is not is infallible like we all are?
1: So, what about the difference between, like, say, um, the uh, the Old Testament and the New Testament? Because Old Testament God was a very. Angry, uh, uh, spiteful—you know, like any anybody basically fucks with him, he he went out. You know, he cast out his own son, uh, made him ruler of hell, just because he uh, they had a basically a disagreement about how heaven should be run, and he you know started his ruling against him. Um, but all of a sudden, there's a complete about face with the New Testament about how God is this 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 divine, fully understanding, forgive all sins you know, as long as you believe in me and accept me in your heart, then you're going to go to heaven. But it's a complete contradictory to what was originally taught out of the Old Testament, which would almost have to be a more truer form of the Word of God considering it was written before.
0: Well, you could say yes, you could also say no. And what if there's an evolution of consciousness in the folks that have an understanding of what they think God is?
2: Yeah, what if they were like, "Oh shit, we got it fucking wrong, right?" <laughs> let's, you know, let's, let's 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 write a better version, you know, and and because who can attain the who can live who can seek to live up to those those laws in the Old Testament, right? I mean, that's that's the reason that the the, the Jewish people have the sacrificial system because it was impossible to live by the law, you know, so they have uh you know every every culture in antiquity has has for some reason no matter where you look on planet earth has has had a blood sacrifice system to appease their gods for some weird reason uh it's every corner of the planet every ancient culture you use blood sacrifice for some reason um including the jews um and you know i'd be curious not to not to move the goalpost or change the topic but to ask a a clarifying question to Sheree. Um, I'm, I'm, I like the I like your rhetoric. I like um, you know the interesting things you're saying. About, kind of about you know whatever you call a deity. You know it's 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 cool if you connect to that. however you call it. What um, can I ask? What your your just for my own reference? What your own seminary schooling is in? Like are you in the? Is it is it is it Christian? Is it is it Islamic? Is it you know, spiritual? No, it's Chris, it's
0: okay. Christian. Um, it's, it's a Christian base. My background is I started off um, in Catholic school, so you're talking to an ex-Catholic school girl mm-hmm. um, who had all of those types of questions, like why do I need to talk to a priest when I haven't really done any major sin, but I can't be confirmed um, and be okay unless I make up some kind of uh, error that I made to talk to this inter- intercessory priest, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, my background starts there, and over the years, I've really done a lot of exploring, a lot of checking out different faiths. I've checked out all of the Abrahamic faiths, you know. I looked at um, what is Wicca, what is, um, what is Sikh, what is um, so many different uh, paths, and Because for me, if I choose to be in this um, spiritual milieu where I'm supposedly a leader, um, I've got to be able to walk that talk, right? I've got to, I don't believe that there is anything loving or Christ-like in um, being horrible to each other, being um, at war with each other. Um, judging each other, bullying each other, I, I don't see that as Christ consciousness.
3: But it so is that, kind of that being God said, how do we explain uh say the Crusades, the Inquisition, uh residential schools for that matter? Those are all things uh instituted allegedly by the word of God.
0: Well no Were they just allegedly wrong? by by the people who are interpreting what they think God laws are. Keeping I mean it's it's mankind that's creating all of these systems that let's face it, the majority of them are broken. Well,
1: that's yeah. an understatement.
0: <laughs> so if we if we can see that there are so many broken systems, how can we not look at religion and say, oh my god? the amount of abuse and um, damage that so many of traditional religions have espoused on people, you know, it's time for a reckoning. It's time to say, who designed these rules? Who, who, Who is this God? You know, every time I hear someone doing something abhorrent as a Christian, I cringe inside. And I'm like, that's not following the path of Jesus the Christ. That is some person's interpretation of standing in moral judgment of someone else, based on their world lens, based on their culture, based on how they were raised and what they were told as children.
1: Hmm. So, I guess the difficult thing that I know a lot of um, sort of non-believers struggle with is when you have something along the lines of like, you know, people that do horrible acts in the name of god in the name of their religion uh, when you have all this what i don't understand is is you i mean sure you're taking this as a the human aspect but if somebody sullies my name if i build a business and somebody's going out and in my business is going out doing horrible acts in the name of my business in the name of my name well i'm gonna i'm gonna put a stop to that you know like i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do something to make sure that people understand that that's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm trying to preach out or That's what I'm trying to say to the world. What I, what a lot of people find discouraging or difficult is the fact that, you know, like, like Jesus came out at a time when there was very few people and so many horrible things, much worse what was happening at that time. So much worse has happened since, but yet no second coming, no God to appear to say, alright, look, screw this we can't have priest-diddling kids, we can't have these guys starting wars in our name, we can't have this but yet there seems to be nothing, and I find I wonder how the belief can exist knowing that this almighty deity that we look up to and this divine person that we look up to, is going to sit idly by And allow their name to be sullied by people in within its own sort of like the people that are supposed to be ruling that sort of thing, spreading that word from the top. How how did how did how did, how how are people supposed to get past that and still believe? Is that to me? That's to whoever wants to.
0: Answer. <laughs> whoever
2: wants to answer. <laughs> so, so to 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 simplify that question, are you saying? Do I hear you saying that? How do people get past the own um, massive, um, uh, what's the word? Massive lack of of cohesion in any given faith system. Uh, I like I, I, more
3: more so what Gord's trying to get at is if if one of us were God. And we saw people doing things in our name that weren't the way we intended. We're God. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, I would say something. Go, hey, dude, you got it all wrong. Get it right. Or I'm flooding again. Or whatever. You know. Um, I'd be
1: spiting said individual. I'd be stopping it. Like, I don't understand the, the lack of action. From a person, for an ind from a deity, from a spirit, from an energy source that could create all that explosive created, and so you'll question, do nothing
3: with a proven so history question. of stepping in. I mean, he the the the, yeah. the the Bible says he's stepped in quite a few times, and and seems in the last two thousand and twenty years he just went fuck it, you guys are on your own. Um, you would think.
0: And what if? Hmm. What if? people's attribution to that being of God is incorrect. What if God was not involved in the flood? What if God was not involved in Sodom and Gomorrah, right? It's someone's interpretation that God stepped in. The same way as today, people have their interpretation that they're doing it under God's will. Okay. It's really, it's but, really their own interpretation, their own prejudices, their own biases that okay. are driving them. And human beings are so creative in justifying their actions. Well, what could be more justified than saying, God, I'm doing what God wants me to do?
1: But that puts the question of Jesus into play, though. Just yeah. Jesus actually says, is that just some dude telling a story? You know, and that's... But that's Indeed. just. But a lot of the Christian belief is based off of Jesus alone. So taking the fact that you have to consider, okay, Jesus is alive. Okay, Jesus existed. Even if you go based on that alone and nothing else, God put Jesus on earth to straighten people out. That's you know, and the you reason never Jesus put What
3: type of carpenter he was. You never hear if he was a good carpenter or not. No one ever talks about that. <laughs>
1: Wouldn't it be nice to have like one of his tables or something? How like right. that'd be amazing.
2: No, no, no. He was a finished carpenter. He was walking around nailing in door jams. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did did he ever use like that single hammer hit every time? Just that perfect hit every time.
2: Tap tap he, bam bam that was bam. Tap, you
1: bam. Think.
3: <laughs> um, yeah, so Gordon but that's Ray, the thing that um, really gets me. If if uh, uh, that's where I have a problem with it. If it is that open to interpretation, then. I don't know. I I guess it that that's a little too convenient, isn't it? Because I just find the interpretation that fits me and my beliefs, and then yeah, yeah I can go be a man of God. I find which one, and then unfortunately, for me.
2: and then unfortunately, you take whatever interpretation works best for you, but you use the same verbiage that everybody else uses the when they're using the interpretation that works best for them, right? That's why I said, if you ask a hundred different Christians what that means to be a Christian, you'll probably get close to a hundred different answers. You know, because because there is no cohesion in what that means. Um, and that's not inherently a bad thing, necessarily. I mean, it is if you're going to claim that it's the absolute truth and that no one comes to the Father except through God in the Bible. You know, then that, that, that we have a big problem because Christians can't agree. On what Christianity is, and um, that's where
3: my biggest problem comes with it. But let, let's dive right in, then, because if the Bible is just our interpretation, if it's not the Word of God, that means it can be changed. Um, if enough people agree, then uh, we could we could th- there should be amendments. Um, and <laughs>
2: the oh, I'm not I'm not going to bore you with church history, but I mean we can go into the canonization process, but. Yeah, I mean many versions of of what are um, regarded as divine writings in the Christian faith, and I would assume in many in every faith over the course of the past two thousand years.
3: See, and the one that's uh, so obviously there, the most uh, prevalent is the King James Bible, and I don't think anyone uh, would argue that the King James Bible is a, uh, a, a not completely manipulated by King. James. I mean,
1: See, I, I have a yeah. My yeah, story is go ahead. Uh, like I, I okay. To a weird extent, I think that the uh, the the Big Bang all but proves a form of creationism. Uh, I just what I don't get from that point is I don't understand why anybody would think from that point that whatever created all that we know and see in the entire universe was A all created just for us. That's 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 just egotistical. Yeah, that doesn't make absolutely. any sense. But the other part is that why this create creator of all this would be so focused on just us without having other beings, other experiments, other trials going on throughout the entire universe of what the stuff would work, and why all of a sudden us praying for our dinner and us thanking him for every aspect of our life all of a sudden becomes a big deal none of that makes sense if you're big enough to create all of this is your ego so sensitive is, is your is your yeah is your ego that's sensitive that you create all of this just to have people bow down and pray to your every whim it just it just doesn't make sense how do you have that much absolute power and yet you're going to waste it on forcing a creation to bow down to your whim and your belief system when a you're not even going to be clear about what it is mm-hmm. b you're not going to show yourself to prove that you exist to say because like there's the idea of uh, the free will of man god created the free will of man it's a, it's a cop out because if you wanted us to believe if you said nope here's the set of rules once these things straight and you see that there's innocence being brought into these um, falsehoods of what the belief is. Then every once in a while, it's, it's again, it's just like anything else. So when you're having, when you're running a business and, and your company starts veering on the wrong path, you stop you you bring everybody in, you have a company meeting, you discuss the future of the business, of where it is, of what you're going, what the past is, here it is, and then you move forward. As there, there's none of that in religion. And especially in today's day and age where you have – I mean the fact that agnostic exists, for me, should be the ultimate blasphemy against any form of religion. Absolutely,
3: I don't believe agnostic agnosticism actually exists. My contention is you can't be a functioning agnostic. You either believe something or you don't.
1: <laughs> yeah, to say that I believe just just in case, because that's, that's basically what it is. I believe just in case. Um, And it's just – it's a cop-out and face it. If you believe just in case, you know you're going to hell for the belief because it's blasphemous (laughs) against the belief anyway. So it it just – none of it makes sense. But for me, a lot of it just all comes down to the simple fact that all of this couldn't possibly have been created just for us. And then to have this hyper-ego-sensitive being that's not human-like but seems to have these human traits in the sense of ego – and demand that we bow down to him or it, and you know to follow a certain set of guidelines in order to get to the good or the bad place. Just it just it it just doesn't seem to make sense in, in any sense of the form. Like there's just there doesn't seem any real logic to it. I believe in a form of spiritualism. I've had enough experiences in my life to say this is why I have the belief of the creationism as it is because. There's an energy that would sort of bind everybody together. I think that's the energy of creationism that binds it all together. I don't think it goes anything past that because if there truly is a God and if he truly or it truly you know, created all this for us, he is the laziest, most insufficient boss ever. And he can hold that trophy high to say that, I created all this and I ain't doing nothing since. I'll nope. put my kid down there to get suffer, but I'm never going to do anything else about it. Just, I don't know. Seems what like you just described,
3: out. in a nutshell, was Apple Podcasts.
1: <laughs> Sadly, I think you're right.
3: <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so my contention always all through university was, uh, academically, it's called the epistemological juxtaposition of determination versus free will, wherein, if God's omnipotent, God is all knowing and all seeing therefore you cannot have free will he knows what you're going to do so you can you right. can claim to have free will all you want but it's already predetermined so te- you really don't have free will am i wrong about
2: that i mean if, if there were if there were a god that were all knowing I mean, then the, then there's then then there, there would be no free will or at the very least that God would know exactly what you were going to choose before you chose it so
3: exactly
2: uh, you know I mean uh, so uh, that, that's that's at the very least but what I heard Cherie say earlier, you know she said uh, and Cherie, correct me if I'm wrong but I I think I heard Cherie say earlier that she, you know whatever you call God, whether it uh, a he a she an energy um, um, a mean so, why the hell it hasn't rained in 45 days. Um, maybe we pissed something off. So yeah. let's do, let's do something random to try to appease that something. You know, somehow those things written into the 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 fiber of all kinds of religions and 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 tribal traditions and and other types of 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 paradigms. You know, because like like okay, well. How do we explain what the hell's happening when we don't understand you know, astrophysics and astronomy and weather cycles and so on and so on and so forth? Um, and so that's the reason we haven't had any major religions created in the past 2,000 years uh, because people got smarter. Um, and we can have the answers to those things. And we don't need to blame them on a deity. Though people still do <laughs> yeah. like here around Nashville, everyone's talking, oh, I'm so glad God God spared me from the tornado. Well, what about your neighbor? Did God intentionally fuck them up by destroying their house and having the house come crashing down the whole family? I mean it's it's we still use God as a scapegoat for explaining things that we don't understand, but you know I like I, I think I see where Cherie was going earlier when she said that. Whatever you refer to it as, you know, it's there's an energy. Whether it be beyond us, I don't know. Maybe there's an energy that connects us and all of creation, all that is. Um, I mean, I don't know. Am, 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 am I am I wrong in that, Cherie?
0: No, I think um, I think you brought a lot of valid points to the surface. I think even when we're talking about you know, sullying my name and if I was a business owner and what I would do, all of those are in our human constructs. Do you get that? That's in our human constructs. That doesn't apply to something that's greater than ourselves or energy or whatever. we created all of these. Well, there has to be a second comment. Well, God smote that person. Well, God blessed this person. Even... And we can see it today, like when we have our, our favorite sports teams and we have that lucky shirt that we are so sure that we wear that shirt,
1: we <laughs> are going to win, right? Just something
0: simple like that. And we construct this mythology to explain what's happening. Um, it's human nature. We are human making machines. I mean, we make meaning of everything, human meaning-making machines. Um, so is there, in I your opinion, is, is there one
3: God? And uh, all our interpretation, if you're right, and uh, but at the end of the day, is there just one God that's overseeing all this and letting us make these mistakes?
0: So in my humble opinion, I believe there is one energy multiple people have created religions to explain that energy, to appease that energy, to have some kind of connection to that energy, and we've put it in a framework that is in the human construct.
3: So is that energy, is this energy you speak of, is it responsible for good and evil?
0: No. Good and evil is a human construct as well.
2: So
1: could so there be I- all good without evil?
2: Oh, I was fixing to go there if someone didn't.
1: <laughs> like if that's true, like so if that's just a truly human construct, then technically that would mean that humans have the ability as an it's entire our
0: interpretation of an event. So let's say, for example, I'm just going
2: to use. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh uh oh oh! There she goes. Okay. Okay, we lost you, Sheree. You're back. Oh, I'm back.
0: Okay, yep, I can see I'm in the middle (laughs) of nowhere, my friends
1: Surrounded by (laughs)
0: mountains So I apologize if I drop out No worries Um, But if we Did not get a job And we called that bad Is it really bad?
1: No, just waiting for the right one to come along
0: Maybe Mm -hmm. So I think so much of our Interpretation of good and evil Is subjective And it's based on our perception of good and evil. I don't believe God looks at the allness that is God as good and evil.
1: But there's certain criteria that fits the description of evil no matter how you look at it. You know, uh, a a rapist, a a pedophile, a... um, a uh, Hitler, as an example, that does mass extinctions, yeah. or the few there before, that is the pure definition of evil. No matter what you are, no matter like if you're you no know, human or not, there's animals that would be looking at this, going, "Are you out of your goddamn mind?" We would like this is stupid, you know. But even a deity that created all would have to recognize that difference between, you know, like like I said, the small things. Absolutely, all that is just a matter of perception, you know. Um, you know, like if my kid goes into surgery, and if he comes out of surgery, is that God's will or was it the skill of the surgeons? You know, <laughs> that's all the easy stuff to put into question, and I'm fine with that sort of thing. But it's the big stuff that puts things into question, like you know, war. You you start a holy war against another group strictly because of war apparently.
2: technically is. Uh, it when you break it down, most it was less than you say you know, the the small things are a matter of perspective but maybe maybe not saying this is what i believe but maybe everything's a matter of perspective but i don't well, know what course. that means if if, if if it is you know but, but i would say that makes say it way no, too easy, easy. <laughs> that,
3: that that lets you get away with whatever you want if you yeah, if No, exactly no, that, but so you can get away with anything and go oh well it's just yeah i don't see it as evil and my god doesn't see this as evil um, your interpretation's wrong. I can wipe out six billion people. Here's the people. difference, though. My God says that's not evil.
1: See, but here's the difference. I, I, I get what you're saying, but here's the difference. And again, we'll use Hitler as a great example. Hitler didn't do what he did in the name of God. True. Hitler was all about the exploration of the different types of gods, the different types of the paranormal, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. It wasn't about religion, so that's where that argument would have to die out and fail because it wasn't uh, Hitler didn't do what he did in the name of God.
3: But from the perspective oh, just, of a religious it, person, he had to because you do everything you do is God's will. So if if you're if you're on Hitler's side, but you're religious, you have to say, oh yeah, this was. Commanded by God at some point.
2: If you're the kind of, of of believer in a guy that thinks that your God is in control of everything on a direct level. And not every, not even every Christian believes that. Yeah. yeah. Many 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 entire sects of Christianity don't believe that.
0: But that just um, makes it
3: so convenient. That because you can just work anything into your belief and go, well, I don't believe what those other Christians believe. But well then <laughs> you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, See, you no, know, uh, that brings up to one
1: question. I, I have a god. I, I, have a... I
3: pray to my god, and he finds me incredibly intelligent and funny, and that's why I chose him as my god. That, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> See, well, that brings me up to one question that I ask a lot of Christians, and I do not ever get a straight answer out of this one, which always amuses me, which is plain and simple. You believe in God as a Christian. You believe in Jesus. It's The whole base of your religion is based really off of Jesus, more so than God himself. It's all uh, based, based off, off religion. one
3: woman really sticking to her story.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> um, so when Jesus... In Jesus' time, and this is very well documented, Jesus was a Jew. He was he followed the Judah the Judea mm-hmm. faith. How can you be Christian and be against or not follow the same faith of the person that you believe in? Say that again. Well, Jesus was Jesus was Jewish. Mm-hmm. It's well known. It's well documented.
2: By natural so can... not
1: religion.
3: <laughs>
2: well, well that, to a large <laughs> degree, that's what. Judaism is is a is a culture and a heritage as well as a faith, but sometimes more one than the other.
1: So the question though becomes though, like I mean, how? Like if I were to end up saying, you know what, I said I believe Jesus is real, I believe it, everything all happened. How could I not be of the same faith that He Himself was? Because He came, you know, like you know, He in in the Bible, He He, he admits it. Like he states the fact that he was Mm – so therefore, as a Christian or Hindu or anybody, if you believe in Jesus, how can you possibly follow any other faith other than the very one that he himself was a part of?
2: So I think – and I I know Sharif probably has some thoughts on this too – I think that that what Jesus claimed to be was – "Quote unquote," you know, the Lamb of God. He was, he was the final sacrifice that covers all, all sin. Right? That's that. That's that's what the New Testament says. So we don't. He "quote unquote" free. So sometimes the Old Testament is referred to as the Law, especially the first five books of the Old Testament, um, or the Torah to Jews. Um, so, so there's all this this sacrificial system and all these things. You have to sacrifice this many things for this many sins and da 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 da. And that's a big part of. Or was a big part of, of, of Jewish culture, right? And so Jesus is the final sacrifice to quote unquote fulfill the law once and for all. in 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 Hebrew, in in the actual Hebrew, it uses what's called the future per, the, the future perfect tense, right? He does it once, th- forever. Does it one time and it covers for forever. And so if you want to make that argument, and and say, well, Jesus is the final sacrifice as far as Christianity is concerned, then now we're under a new set of rules, right? We don't have to worry about the law and do an X, Y, and Z and making sacrifices for this and that because Jesus was the final sacrifice that covered everything. Uh, which, <laughs> kind of like Eric's been said, said several times, is somewhat convenient, right? We don't have all those rules because now we're under quote-unquote grace. Um, the grace of that final sacrifice, um, I say we, as if I was still a Christian, and I haven't been one for many, many years. But that's that's the way that it would be taught by someone that understands the the text. Um, and, and and I'm sure Sheree has has probably some thoughts on it as well. I'd love to hear those.
3: Yeah,
0: I um, what you're you know what you're talking about is um, the Christology of Jesus as um, the sacrificial lamb. There's other Christologies of um, Jesus being the savior. Um, There's other Mm -hmm. Christologies. um, So, those religious sects stating that this is their understanding of what Christ's role was. hmm. So, so that's where we get all the different sects and segments, and we know there have been splits based on uh, folks. Like, for example, when you look at the uh, Catholic Church and the Eastern Orthodox Church, that split that happened was basically um, over what was Christ's role. Was Christ Mm -hmm. the Son of God, or was, you know, a separate God all to himself? And I mean, that was a huge split between the Church and the Eastern Church So once again, you know, this comes down To mankind's Definition Of what is Christ's role, who was Christ, what is Christ um, And Once again, it's our limited Understanding Of, of what that is um, As far as why are we uh, Practicing Judaism If we're followers of Christ um, one of the things that I really love about uh, looking and learning about uh, Jesus is he came to usher in a new way of being. I mean, he was overturning tables. He was calling the Pharisees who were the priests. He was calling them out. He was saying, you're hypocrites. This isn't the way that you need to be. This is You're being a burden to your own people. Your, your people are suffering underneath your laws, right? underneath your purity laws. And you're driven by greed. So I think, you know, if we're saying that we're followers of Christ, true followers of Christ, in my humble opinion, are those that are concerned about their brothers and their sisters, who are concerned about being equal, who are concerned about. Um. Do they have enough food, housing, whatever else? Followers of Christianity has become so bastardized that we are we're following these rules that were made up by these patriarchs eons ago. And a lot of them are not following what Christ was doing. If I'm a follower of Christ, what am I going to do? Um, am I going to be... I'm um, sitting in judgment of someone, or am I going to be inviting them in to have break bread with me? Because that's
2: what he did. Hmm. Yeah, Jesus pretty much said three things, right? You can just summarize all of his his teachings into three things: take care of people that can't take care of themselves, treat people the way you want to be treated, and everything else he taught could pretty much be felt under under "don't be an asshole." <laughs> right and 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 i i would i would di- <laughs> right i mean
0: <laughs> i like the interpretation that was good i gotta give you props for that
1: that's good yeah. I, don't be I an mean, asshole there's,
2: there, there's not much more than those three things that he taught um if if anything and in that I way that I'm that a, bible. I'm a, <laughs> i want someone to print that bible it's just one sheet oh, wait. i'm i'm, I'm I'm, I'm halfway through it. don't don't spoil it, okay no, I'm just kidding. see
0: <laughs> three
3: lines. See so Now I this is where I have a problem with it because if, if, if it really condenses that easily into what we're all saying, then it's unnecessary. The whole if it's all just our interpretation and uh, everything about religion is just man-made and it really doesn't apply anyway, then what the fuck is the point? It's it's, right? It's it's no good for anything. It's a bedtime story. It's we we don't need it, and therefore we can get rid of the Bible. We can get rid of the book. We can say no, it's all just our interpretation, and um, most Christians get it wrong. Certain Christians get it right, but they don't know it's right yet. And well, then what the hell? Get rid of the whole goddamn thing. We don't need it. It's always been my. I've always maintained we don't need the Ten Commandments. We didn't need these this book to tell us those ten things were wrong. I think we inherently know that those ten things are wrong. I think uh, with or without Christianity, we would know it's wrong to kill each other. It's wrong to steal each other's shit. (laughs) uh, Some of them I don't screw
1: your buddy's wife. Yeah, (laughs) we know that.
3: And it 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 sounds to me like what I'm getting from from you guys is that we can scrap the whole thing. The church is wrong. The leaders of the church are wrong. Uh, every sect is misinterpreting. It. Then well, then it's it's pointless. We're all playing the game by our own rules. Then throw out the rules. We don't need them. You got my vote. <laughs>
1: That's the yeah.
0: I think. I think that um, it's very easy to do that. I mean, at one point in my life, I considered myself an atheist and then an agnostic, you know. So um, it's it's very easy to say, let's just throw everything out. And so my question is, we can do that. I, I'm by and no then, means an atheist, then,
3: but I, if we're all wrong or we're all... We're so unable to understand this supposed higher power, then Christianity by definition is so flawed that it's absolutely useless. Because it's it's obviously wrong.
0: And maybe there isn't a right or wrong. Maybe this has been humanity's way of figuring out a way to connect. And in the earlier days, they needed some rules and regulations. That's part of human evolution. No, see, that's an easy evolution. thing that Christians
3: do. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but that's an easy thing Christians do, is they go, oh, this was old-timey, and it doesn't apply anymore. Well, no, we're, we're, by definition, Christians are saying this applies now. And we, we can't say, oh, 2,000 years ago they needed this, and now they don't. Well, then, they've been wrong that whole time.
0: Well, when you look at a lot of, like, the Jewish purity laws, they were about keeping people healthy and safe. You know, the mixing of different kinds of meats and dairy and whatever else, that was all about safety because they didn't really know. So what I'm saying to you is there is an evolution in human consciousness from being this rigid, rule-driven, and that's how they then create God, in their image. It's not the other way around. Religion is about creating God in our image. And so for me, what I'm saying to you is you can throw everything out that you want, but it's about that individual connection.
3: That's what I mean. If it's about the individual connection, then organized religion is superfluous. At That's the end of the day, a book club in the book is correct. And we all fight if, if you if you're in a book club and you read the book and at the end of the book the butler did it, then you all have to agree, yeah, the butler did it. But the book says so. Uh, but what we're saying is it's so individual <laughs> and it's so... Uh, oh, then getting together in the group doesn't solve anything because then you're going to have 30 individual opinions or 100 individual opinions or th- and then it becomes thousands of individual opinions. But at the end of the day, only your individual connection is what matters then then this makes my whole mission a lot easier because i think uh uh, something that's so morally corrupt as the vatican uh is gone far too long and far too far in their own direction and and should be eliminated i fully believe the vatican should be eliminated i think it's it's the root of most of the evil in the world um, and if if this is if it's if you're correct, Sheree, then we could do that. We can, because Catholicism is unnecessary.
0: And well, I, you can say that it's unnecessary. Um, in my humble opinion, I probably agree with you. I, I'm not pro uh, Vatican, so uh, there we are. I I think it's a patriarchal society that's based on hierarchy that has become so corrupt, it's lost its way. But that doesn't mean that when human beings get together energetically, I'm not talking about opinions. So you're, you're making it on this logical, absolute, mathematic perspective. And what I'm saying is that if we are all energy beings, then we need each other. We find comfort in connecting with each other energetically. And if we are doing that work for um, the passion of the realization of the truth of what we are, divine human beings, then we get to magnify that. We get to shift from the systems that are broken here, or the rules and regs that no longer work for mankind in general, and we get to start saying, well, let's create something different.
3: But that excuses all kinds of Okay, so if, if we get BDM rid BDM of the idea. Vatican... That excuses everything, because Aaron? I connect by raping children, and I'm going to buy a big ranch in Monta- in the middle of Montana, and I'm going to invite you to bring your kids there so I can fucking defile them, and this is how I connect on my individual way, and my God tells me that that's right. And you so can't, by, by your own argument, you can't tell me I'm wrong, because you don't know.
0: Um, first... I hear your passion about this. Second, I would love if you don't cut over me because uh, that's not respectful. So I'd appreciate that and I allow you to vent as much as you need. That's fine. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that we are all accountable for our behaviors. So if my behavior harms another being, I'm accountable for that. And here's the thing. And I am still a divine human being. I may have forgotten that truth, like so many of us have on this realm. We get here and we forget the truth of what we are. We think our physical body and our sexual gratification or greed or money or consumerism is all that there is. And I'm saying that that's not the truth. The truth is we are divine human beings. People do fucked up Things that's right, I said it. People do fucked up things, (laughs) but that's on them. That's on them, and they have to be held accountable for that.
1: Which I mean, for the most part,
0: sorry, I'm not saying what you interpreted me to say. Please hear that. But uh,
3: people do messed up things. But in my opinion, now I'm, I'm, I'm just. uh, Playing a character here, in my opinion, what I do isn't messed up. So your interpretation of what's right and wrong is incorrect. Mine is correct. How do you? How do you? But do that's that? just yeah, a matter of doing the difference between called, the laws of the land, that's though.
0: Called, that's called mental illness, <laughs> and, <laughs> and a bunch of other things. So. Um, People lose their way. Yes, they do. And they're accountable. And they're divine human. And there's such a thing as forgiveness and grace. They all exist simultaneously. You know, we try to put this whole black and white, right, wrong, evil and good in perspective. And the reality is, if I'm human, I'm all aspects of the human spectrum. There's obviously an aspect of me that could be a rapist, depending on the condition of my environment that I'm raised in. So it's when we point our fingers and we we say these people are horrible, and the behavior is horrible, yes, but that doesn't mean that they themselves are horrible. That's Hmm. my belief. I could be completely screwed up and wrong. I could be off the funny farm, didn't take my meds today, but, um, you know, I I really do believe that we're called, that right now we're all here on this planet to shift consciousness. We are here right now to say, you know what, religion, this man-made construct, doesn't serve us anymore. Let's create from the divine within.
3: Well, that's beautiful. That's exactly what... Uh, I've wanted the, the my entire life. I guess I've I've been, um, more enlightened than I thought I was because that's that's been my my whole contention was that we need to shift away from organized religion. And it sounds like even uh, a Christian minister <laughs> uh, also feels that way. Then why can't we just move in that direction? Why is the what's the See,
1: um, let me if money I could. Power yeah. and control. Yeah, as good. Like that's the easiest thing. Is religion? Almost every religion is at, at this stage of the game is based off of the mighty dollar. Mm-hmm. It's dollar and numbers. That's it. It's got nothing to do with anything else. If it did, you wouldn't see a lot of the shit that's going on being allowed to go on. I do see a massive shift in a lot of people that are going from religious belief to spiritual belief which is again kind of that basic thing that i kind of believe in which is the energy that binds us not as much as it's a god as much as it's just the energy of creation Um,
3: majority uh, of people still believe in god as he is described in the bible Uh, still a majority of people they've been raised in the next 50 years that's not predicted to change christianity is still going to grow uh, and will in 50 years from now will still be a third of the Earth's population believing in the God as it's described in the Bible.
1: I don't think it is going to grow, and the numbers aren't actually necessarily still growing anymore. The numbers are dwindling with yeah, the, they with, are. with the churches; they're actually dropping.
3: That's what and people. That's, one of the that's biggest... what everyone likes to think, but actually, there's very insignificant amount of change. It's it's been fairly consistent. That that this drop that people will see around them isn't actually happening.
0: Well, I'll chime in on that one. And I can tell hmm. you um, from my own experiences and talking to lots of ministers and I do a lot of interfaith connecting churches are dwindling. They are closing um, a rate that's unprecedented um, in our existence so far. So that piece is true. But people's faith and what they say they believe in are, are pretty much holding, I would say. Um, you're looking at um, the millennials. You know, they're, they're really um, being seen as the unchurched, the not-churched, because um, they're questioning. And I'm like, yay for them. Yes, time to do the questioning. So um, when, we, when we look at that, I'm saying to you, what if this podcast is, goes viral and people get to hear... That there's other ways to like think about God or see God or like religion, you know. So many of them have become corrupt. That's what we do individually to make a collective conscious change. Do you get that?
3: Yeah, that's absolutely. absolutely. Um, that that I I don't think even Gord knows uh, so much how that is exactly what I want to do with this podcast. Is I want people to understand that. Four different opinions can sit down and have this conversation and that's okay. And and that because I think there's this And we're not yelling at each
1: other, calling each other a bunch of assholes.
3: (laughs) I think there's a misconception, A, that you can't just go speak to a devout Christian and and have a healthy conversation with them. I also think there's a misconception that they have no sense of humor. They don't swear. They can't possibly be open-minded and and sit and have this kind of a talk with us. And Gordon and I have done it on this show, uh, be it with sex toys, um, prostate exams, all kinds of uncomfortable things that that people think they can't talk about. And me and Gordon go, yeah, you can. And look at this, we can. And we don't have to uh, burn each other's houses down afterwards. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's... it's, exactly what I want. I I didn't think I was going to walk away here with a with the ultimate answer. Although I I did have the three questions I would like answered, but I I don't think they apply now because no one has the hard opinion that that the Christian faith is exactly what I've always believed you have to believe to to be accepted. I I am actually almost disappointed in in how open-minded everybody is because that really
2: <laughs> wait let me get a friend on the line hang on <laughs> That it,
3: it, it makes everything i hold uh in my opinion to be wrong about religion uh, apparently a bunch of religious people think that too <laughs> that's, that's I, I i almost don't know what to do with that we've we um does that make sense Gordon you understand what I'm saying that i i i really expected someone to go no this is god and god is right um but
1: if you even- see I, I knew that wasn't going to happen i knew for a fact that cuz a anytime cuz when it comes down to it when you have especially with what we're doing which is what we're we're putting out the different ideas the different issues that come up with religion, to find a person who devoutly follows the Bible would never, for the most part, would never come on to a show like this to discuss it openly because, A, we're putting their belief into question and they don't believe in having an open conversation. They believe in a very closed circle answer of everything which is yes no matter what we give them it's no the bible says nope exactly. the bible says See, so does, I think there the wouldn't be a discussion
3: in the way that you guys are saying sorry gordon to, to uh talk over yeah, you but i i you would think now more than ever if this is where the mentality is headed they would want to talk about it they would want to plead their case
1: but they can't and as much anymore and that's one of the big thing that becomes a problem with it is that There's as much as they a lot of devout religious people talk about, um, like their belief and their belief in the Bible and Jesus and everything else. The problem is, is when they deal with when you put certain facts or certain other ideals out there, such as, like, you know, like in the name of Christ, all this bad stuff has happened that's directly in the name of, or you know, people that are in. The actual Vatican, which is supposed to represent the entire belief system of the Christian faith, all the sects are based underneath this one building. And these people themselves are being are doing horrible things to other individuals. It puts too much pressure on them to be able to come up because you can't – because your answers don't fly anymore of being say, well, the Bible says it. No, the yeah, Bible doesn't say it's fly. okay to do that's, these things.
3: Just, just to be, uh, for lack of a better term, devil's advocate, uh, your answers don't need to fly because they're the fucking word of God. So I don't care if you say they fly but or not. God said it, and you guys are all fucked when you find out I'm right.
1: No, but that's why they wouldn't come on a show because they don't need right. feel the need to justify their... because their the belief is already fully justified. There is I no guess. answer they can give that will churn you so, therefore, they wouldn't come on to a show like this. I was hoping for an open discussion like this where we would have that healthy mix of of, uh, of everything. And, Sharice, I'm ec- ecstatically happy that you joined us as a continuing minister. Um, I think it's just amazing that you'd be able to help put that perspective of somebody who still follows a part of that belief um, and on it. Um, I think that's just awesome and hands off for you for joining. Um, so, thank you.
3: Yeah, I I couldn't just anywhere. had to say that either. Um, now, let's because my whole plan is kind of a little shot. I would like to know where we came from this, and and Jeffrey, uh, if 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 we can get personal for a minute, you you were an evangelist and and a minister, and mm-hmm. you've had what can can you tell us if you don't mind what it was that made you step away from that?
2: Oh, I get asked that question uh, with some frequency. And, and um, you know, I wish there was some easy answer for it, but it was just um, it was just just time, you know, and just, just pulling at the thread, you know, having, you know, I, I was always a bit I was always a lot different as a, as a teacher and a pastor than an evangelist. And, um, you know, I didn't didn't dance the same tune that that a lot of other you know people you know in, in my particular sect or uh, did and you know always I've always been a questioning person something just never felt right about you know the the religion as a whole organized organized religion as a whole in Christianity specifically but you know kind of like you said earlier kind of make my own version of it to some degree. you're just cutting out certain details of this and that and that didn't really matter, but to me anyway, and then you know some b- started just kind of just pulling at the pulling at the loose threads, you know and 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 once you start pulling at the threads, if you pull long enough, the whole thing's gonna unravel. It's just a matter of time. you know, and you got two choices, and I know several folks that have started pulling at the threads of their of their faith and um you know if you got two choices when you realize where it's going to go, and there's a very, you know, normally kind of definitive point where you realize where it's going, and your choice is to go, oh shit, <laughs> you know, I, I'm just going to pretend like I didn't pull it this far. It, it hasn't unraveled as far as it has. I'm just going to go back because that's what I know, or you can keep pulling and, and deal with 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 the the backlash. I mean, and 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 it it sucks, you know. I mean, I had my entire my entire paradigm worldview systems of checks and balances beyond just trying to be a good human, you know, all and my, my, my livelihood had all of that come crashing down around me. And then the smoke settles and the dust settles and you go, okay, well, fuck now what, <laughs> you know? And, and then you go I enter into this time of intense existential angst of going, I do not fucking know what direction is up right now and in the end i'm like you know what that's really fucking freeing because i'm not now bound by some system of you know x y or z now i can just focus on being a good human which is all i wanted to do anyway (laughs) you know um and just be a good human and treat folks the way i want to be treated and take care of folks that can't take care of themselves you know here in nashville Everyone's helping everyone right now. And, you know, it's kind of an unpopular question, but I'm like, yeah, but what's, what does that mean? Like, okay, so we have this horrible tragedy, and, um, you know, tens of thousands of people lost everything they have. And tens of thousands are still without power here in Nashville. And it's like, so the whole city unites and they're helping their neighbor. But what does that mean when two weeks from now you're not going to give a, a second thought about your neighbor? You know, you should go right back to being a selfish motherfucker. You know, so is it is, – is the helpfulness of your neighbor the the reality of who you are? Or is that just something that is generated from this tragedy? You know, what's real, right? Um, and I just try to be the best human that I can. Uh, it's, it's, it's that simple, you know? I mean, plenty of folks deserve a throat punch. I'm, I'm – <laughs> you know, yeah. and, and, and that's just the way it is, and – yeah, plenty of people need help.
3: And well, there's a good way to put it to a test, and it it's something Gordon and I have been trying to implement for uh, over two years now. And we just called it the easiest thing in the world. And we uh, we're asking our listeners and anyone who wants to join in, uh, it's a really simple initiative. And you just we we would like you to hashtag easiest thing in the world and tell us what you did to do it. And this is all you have to do for us. Uh, not for us, for yourself, really, is uh, go about your day as you normally would. Don't do anything different uh, that you would do every other day. But when you encounter someone during the day, try to be nice to them. That's it. Right. Literally the easiest thing in the world. Um, and you would be amazed yeah, saw- how quickly things start to change and how contagious that is and how uh, you don't have to give money. You don't have to... Uh, do no. something special just try to be nice all day and it it literally uh, is the easiest thing in the world but it's infectious and it it works miracles <laughs> L- literally um what I would call miracles um and that's I had every that that you don't part. need a you don't need a right. hurricane or a tornado or a uh, what we had here were massive forest fires that almost destroyed my mm-hmm. hometown um you don't need that to be good to each other. And you'll, um, so I, I I would like to believe, uh, Jeffrey, that it is every day that kindness to your neighbor could be every day. Um, I think we just kind of, uh, I, I think two things have happened in, in this generation. Um, or the, the younger generation, the millennials that Sherry speaks of, I think we've, we've forgotten how to fake it. (laughs) People, people, thirty years ago didn't like each other any more than they do today. But, but you faked it when you saw your neighbor on the street. You, you smiled and said hi, and then behind closed doors, you went, "I hate that prick." Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's we, we need to go back to just that, that faking it and that general, uh, just politeness, being just basic manners in public would make a huge difference.
2: Oh, see, now I, I I'm gonna disagree totally on faking it. Like, if if you just hate someone, don't don't fake like you like you don't. You know, if if someone doesn't like me, I would much rather them say, "Hey, man, I just can't really fucking stand you." And I may say, "Oh my God, is there something I've done that's perpetuated that?" And they may say, "Well, as a matter of fact, yeah, you know." And then maybe we can resolve that. Maybe I've done something that I'm not aware of. To, to make that person not like me but maybe they just maybe our energies just don't jive right and that's okay too but um but I mean i think I think the list of people that you genuinely don't like is much smaller compared to people that that you do like I think the difference is instead of like what you maybe what you call you know, fake it just just be nice to your neighbor is just that we don't take the time to interact with fellow humans we're just so involved in our own headspace and our own selves and most of the time in our phone <laughs> you know when you're walking around that that we don't take the time to interact with other with our fellow human beings um and i think that's what i hear you saying is is interact with people you know i end um end every episode of my podcast was saying you know it's kind of what you said be be kind smile at someone don't punch anybody in the face that, that doesn't deserve it right <laughs> i mean and that's if that's a good way to be like, I mean, be kind, smile at someone. A smile can go a long way because everyone's walking around dealing with shit that we don't, that you don't know. You know, I, I'm walking around dealing with shit that the average person that I run into, the, in, run into in the grocery store has no idea what I'm going through. And a smile may go a long way.
3: Don't smile too uh, hard, sure. though. That, that goes yeah, into a creepy, right? This. That gets it's
1: creepy.
0: creepy.
1: <laughs> 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 That's, I get accused of that a lot. <laughs>
2: don't 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 stand behind the lettuce in the grocery store peering over at someone and when they finally look over at you grin real big <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently standing apparently standing in the produce section rubbing melons and staring at people <laughs> that's really creepy i don't know why I used to work at a grocery store i know these things
3: <laughs> i actually so have a active word there
2: <laughs> right, i have this 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 fun little game i play with myself this is totally off topic but speaking okay. of grocery stores i have been known to on on a semi-regular basis in the store by myself just to arrange um produce in conspicuous arrangements <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> that, that, that's just a joy or stuffed animals randomly on the shelf find them, them themselves in in precarious
1: you know. situation
2: <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i just walk away going i wonder who's gonna notice it first <laughs> yeah you know who you knows it's gonna be god
3: a...
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you know who won't say anything god
3: <laughs> yeah it's true um wow this is uh thank you both for uh joining us i i expected one other uh Guest to um, to join us, and I really wanted his perspective because he's a uh, a biblical scholar, but he his focus is on Bibles that uh, were written before the invention of the printing press. He, he just he studies uh, Bibles from before the printing press, which I thought would be really neat to get into because those are the only ones I really care about. I think those are the most legitimate ones, if they are at all. But I, I. Oh, the, the the, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, please. I
2: was going to say the yeah. I, I referenced way earlier in the conversation the the canonization process of the Bible the the process of 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 how we came to have the the Christian Bible that we have today. In well, and there are still many multiple versions depending on what where you are in the world and what sect of Christianity you follow or Catholicism you follow. For uh, but I mean it, it's it's. There, there's been. I mean, it's interesting to me. It is a, it's a clusterfuck of a timeline of oh, the and, and 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 even even a couple of popes over you know um, through history have been in been proponents of of having a vastly uh, expanded Bible, um, and um, I can't recall. I think uh, Pope Innocent the First was one of them. Um, and was it Pope Innocent or no, it was Pope, um, I forget which Pope. There was a Pope that, uh, Pope Damascus the first. excuse me, not Innocent. He, um, he, he kind of <laughs> was not popular at all, and he was in the, you know, in the 4th century, you know, several hundred years after Jesus, and he wanted a whole huge extra list of things to be, um, to be added to the Bible, but, but you know, it kind of came to be where it was, and it didn't really get settled definitively, as, if you can even say that loosely, um, until, man.
3: Something that always... 15 years, uh, about, about 1500 AD,
2: about 1500 years later.
3: Something that really highlights, I think, my main problem with it, um, and this is an actual statistic, that year over year, the Bible is the number one shoplifted book every year. <laughs> It's
2: interesting. <laughs> it's, I don't think
3: any church would give you one. I think, but whatever. No, it's yeah, uh, around the world, it's the number one shoplifted book. I think. Okay, well, right there, you guys are getting it really wrong. um
1: or, <laughs> Yeah, starting <laughs> off the bat, um, you know, um, it, yeah, like Eric said, it's it's interesting. This other guy didn't call about the history because there's one thing that I've I, I, I've never been a huge proponent of the idea of Jesus was who he was. But there is one thing that kind of, I guess, uh, I don't want to say proves the story as much as it's, it's much as I possibly could. Um, when you go through the history of the major prophets sent by God, um, or you go through the history of them, every, like all the bulk of them all have like the ones that are like Jesus, they all have one massive commonality, a bunch of commonalities. It was, you know, um, uh, Immaculate Conception, um, uh, raised to the brief, got tortured, died, came back, all those things that are all common between everyone. It's like they just sort of stole the same story from each one all the way through. But there's one difference between Jesus and all the rest. All the other ones, all the other prophets died, lived out their days. Jesus was the only one that ascended to heaven as a body, and there is no body of Christ. There's the shroud, there's this, but there is no actual body of Christ. The spirit of Christ, Christ didn't live on the rest of his days. He ascended out to heaven. It's the only thing that I find interesting when it comes into the difference between Jesus and all the other As a matter, uh, true prophets.
3: As a well, matter of yeah, fact, I, I had a buddy one of, in one high of the school major prophets was a cop, and he got to skate on a few things too, you know, because his dad was a cop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You kind of got the same thing if you're Jesus. I'm sure you get to slide once in a while on a, you know, if if anyone can, you, you would
0: think.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. Though, I'm saying. it's it's the only one that kind of proves the existence of a tr- of a god is the story of Jesus. I mean, it's, it's, I can understand why there's the belief in it. I guess is what I'll say, even though a lot of the rest of it just doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But if you're looking at the grand scheme of Okay, let's look at history. of The past, you know, like there was what one hundred and fifty thousand plus odd prophets known. Um, out of those, you had I can't even think of the number thirty something actual prophets of God, in the sense that ones that were came down and ascended from or created by God to be placed on there. Not that they became prophets. Um, Jesus is the only one whose body ascended. And I just I don't know. I just thought I'm, that was a. I'm actually.
2: I'm gonna. I'm gonna actually. Slightly correct you oh. in 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 the actual in in the Christian Bible as we know it today, yeah. um, not not Catholic, but in the in the, in the Western Christian Bible, um, a, a major prophet that has his own book called. Um, no, he doesn't. Sorry, he doesn't have his own book. It's in it's in First or Second Kings. I forget which it is in the Old Testament. A prophet named Elijah mm-hmm. um, actually was taken up to heaven uh, in a chariot of fire, drawn by horses of fire and as he ascends into heaven his mantle falls to the ground and his disciple Elisha picks it up and becomes the next prophet so there is actually and actually So a story. there was a
1: second there was a second one then
2: Elijah Elijah
1: was the other one.
2: Oh, interesting Eli- and, there was, he actually and, ascended. And, and there's another uh very obscure reference i believe it's in genesis where um this very Obscure character Now if you read the Apocrypha In the Catholic canon of the Bible um, He has his own book, the book of Enoch um, But Enoch There's this one verse about Enoch In the in the Western Christian Bible And it is, Enoch walked with God And was no more, for God took him <laughs> It's like, time out now Can we just <laughs> is there, There's gotta be more than this Right, right, let, let's unpack that Right, <laughs> right? Um, But But you know but 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 christians just read right over it and it's like okay and, and like no one stops and asks now do what now <laughs> what, <laughs> what happened no, again no. um but yeah so there's two other well one for sure one what the fuck was that about reference um in the yeah, bible
1: why does that one get so overlooked that's a weird one mm-hmm. that's so strange I even, yeah i didn't even know about that i haven't, haven't read the bibles in a very very long time <laughs> nor so. i
2: nor i but yeah. i got a photographic memory and i spent so many time so much time preaching it you know it's all in there right
1: <laughs> i think it's that's just incredible. because there's no
3: way to make enoch sound cool right
1: <laughs> Unless it's in a star wars movie that would work
3: right uh, <laughs> well i i guess really uh, the point what what we've all agreed on today is star wars is just as uh just as valid really if that's your yeah. If you believe in the Jedi faith and that guides you to be a good person, then it's it's just as valid as Christianity, which is fantastic. I I wonder now, I have to change my original three questions. And Sherry, if you're still with us, maybe you can help me out with this then. I, I'm going to re- totally revamp my first question and say, is there a valid pro-life argument that's not Christian? Is there a, or an anti-abortion argument, I should say, that's that's not religious-based? Oh, can can a- anybody jump in? You're probably in just, asking.
0: You're is probably there asking a valid the
3: pro-life argument that's not religious? Yeah, of course there is. Yeah. Don't murder.
1: That's the valid non-religious argument.
3: But I don't see it as murder because I don't believe that an embryo is alive Are, yet.
1: That's semantics. Whether you believe it's an embryo or not, it's still the creation of life, and you're still killing something that is going to eventually turn into an actual birth of a human. So is eating. So is well, eating. yeah. Of course, but I have no problems with it personally, so I don't care. <laughs>
3: I'll call it murder. No, I, I just I don't give a you shit. Trying to take a stand it's to me. <laughs> Because my, my whole uh, argument kind of going into this day with the original three questions that I had that were... Uh, Sherry, you didn't receive them. Uh, the three questions I had were, is if, if abortion is the ultimate evil, uh, why didn't God just make it lethal? So that if you even considered abortion, you would die? There, problem solved. Um... My other question, Letter. which uh, really, in light of this conversation that has no real validity anymore, is why isn't don't fuck kids one of the commandments? You, you would think that should be... <laughs> uh, but I guess if we don't really subscribe to the man-made Bible, then that makes sense. Um, I still think it should at least be implied somewhere in that book. I, I think anyone claiming to be a good Christian would, would make room for an 11th or get rid of one of them and put don't fuck kids there. Um, and and the, the third question I had that uh, I still have, um, and anyone who believes in a higher power and that something created everything, what the hell is with Australia? Um, what? what? Australia makes, if I can't conceive in my mind of a god who sat there one day and said, I'm going to make a tropical paradise. I'm going to surround it by deadly jellyfish and sharks. I'm going to fill it with assholes and marsupials and every year for no reason I'm going to burn the whole thing down. <laughs> why would god See? why would any god make a place like that? I just don't it it, it makes no sense. <laughs>
2: Well, when you put it
0: like that... So, I can can tell that we've gone into some strange places.
1: Yeah. You haven't heard
0: from me for a while, but um, I can tell you that I am pro-abortion. I can tell you that um, the definition of life or not life or what a woman does with her body, um, you know... No one has the right to make those laws, in my humble opinion. Um, well done. I can also that? say that um, I commend you for having this discussion and for being willing to listen and to, to just really put out what your passions are around the topic. Kudos to you for having it. Not many people are willing to to take the risk and um, be insensitive or irreverent, for uh, lack of a better term. So thank you for having this discussion. And I also wanted to point out that the more that we do this, what I call othering people, that's the separation, you know? So we have people that believe in a religion. We have people that um, can't come to terms on uh, what sense of Christology Christology they believe in. And I invite you to imagine that you're born into a family that they see the sky is green. No matter what you say or see, they're going to convince you that it is green. And as a child, your very survival depends on agreeing with them. And You become to know that the sky is green. So I'm not holding them in, like, um, judgment. I get why people may think the way that they think. And what my invitation is, is that we have an opportunity to look at our belief systems, to really dig in deep and look at, is this what I really believe or is this what mom taught me or what my grandmother thought? You know, and then be willing to discern what do I keep and what do I let go of that no longer serves me. So I think that's our responsibility as divine human beings in, in this world in which we're trying to create anew, is that we really have to look at what belief system, also known as BS, we've brought into, that really <laughs> isn't ours and isn't true. So that's kind of where I land As in ministry Is just really encouraging people To in a non-judgmental Non-fear base uh, To look at at their beliefs And say You know what, this is crock I don't know where this came from But I'm going to create a new belief system
1: So Sharice Let me ask you a just question
3: Before you do, let me just say uh, If I may be so bold Amen that is absolutely well, yeah. I think if that is a word we can spread universally uh I'll get right behind that one right now. Uh very well absolutely. said. And thank you so much for joining us if 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 anything just so I could hear that. Um <laughs> really now, Sarice, i thing. have
1: i have a question about your uh, your ministry now i'm assuming you get up in front of people and you speak is that correct i do okay do you follow any of the traditional um i don't know what you call it but uh, like the the mannerisms that follow through christian churches like uh, my, my girlfriend is uh is a Christian Catholic? I'm going to be honest; I don't know the difference. Um, uh, but uh, and I've been to her church a few times, and you no, know, you have the thing where they they say a certain term, and then everybody responds back with "and to be with you" or that sort of thing. Yeah. Do you do that aspect of it, or have you sort of changed the entire process of what it is and means to go to church? But
0: I I have changed it significantly. Um, you guys should really look at what New Thought Communities are. There's um, several. They're called um, Centers for Spiritual Living. They're called Unity. And um, it's really about metaphysical interpretation of the Bible. Um, so we look at it from the perspective of consciousness and the evolution of consciousness. Um, and what my take is, is that by bringing things that people are uncomfortable with or have not made peace with it. Because anytime that we see something and that we say that's bad and that's, that's separate, you know, we've created, um, resistance within ourselves. And so for me, it's like, okay, so let's call it back in and and look at it from a new perspective and redefine through our metaphysical interpretation what this really is so like let's say for me i had an issue with um the penance things you know like after you said to the priest you, you had to go to the priest and, and and do that so anytime like i heard anything about confession you know my back would get up and so mm. i wasn't able to then be present with what is and so for me you know it was looking out so what is what is that what what Meaning, am I making about this whole confession thing? And what I realized is, it I had this interpretation from churches that I was born in sin, and therefore I was just like this corrupt being from the from my very birth. Can you imagine looking at a newborn baby and looking and going, "Oh, you sinful thing, you!" <laughs> Not <laughs> true, right? And so I had to make. I had to really, like, do research and look at that and go, oh, I get this. Yeah, there are times that I miss the mark, I'm in error, and I can then, like, through my own self-awareness, work on that and go, oh, okay, yeah, you know what? When I flipped the bird at that person while I was driving down the street, that may not have been my highest good that may not have been how I want to show up in the world as a divine human being <laughs> and I then get to shift that with me?
3: with you. Uh, alright
1: I like that um, I fully appreciate it that's amazing
0: I I
3: really went into this thinking I was gonna get to convince a bunch of really judgmental Christian people that they were wrong and uh, turns out I've been the shitty judgmental one this whole time <laughs> Um, <laughs> no one is having the battle
0: We all are We all are That's, that's the beauty Because once we say I am of that thing that I'm judging Then we're off the hook Yeah you right get it We're off the hook my friends We're that's all part of the same race is about I love it love it But I've been with you for two hours Driving down the road So I'm going to give you my love And a peace out Thank you, you so much work. for
3: joining us and thank you for uh, just for everything. You've been fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah. yeah. Thank, nice you great appreciate. thank you very
1: much, We Appreciate you having you on. Thank
0: thank you. I am. Bye you're now. welcome any day.
2: I'm
3: about going to have to bounce myself. <laughs> Absolutely. Jeffrey, Um, it, it's been a real pleasure getting to know you. Thank you for joining us. Um. Yeah, you guys too. Anytime. And I've, I'm actually oh, yeah. having a blast following you guys. Do you want to give a plug to your your podcast for us real quick? Oh, sh- sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Functionally Dysfunctional Show. Um, and Same. many fucking religions groups. are so many fucking rules. But um, I'd rather fluid. just get I've together with light-minded felt people. I feel bad
3: like, introducing myself to them because I almost feel like, oh, once <laughs> they hear me say the F word on my show, they're not going to like me anymore. Right. Um, so your group is absolutely That's necessary. That's why I created that group.
2: I was like, Man, let's let's just get a bunch of people that are real fucking humans and let's and doing this podcast thing and let's collaborate.
1: Oh yeah, I think it Eric used to mention it to me and then one day he brought it up a couple of weeks ago. He's like, Have you ever if he goes, have I ever sent you over to this one? I'm like, I have no idea you're talking about. It. It's just for explosive podcast. I'm like, you send me that fucking link now.
3: <laughs> I, I did finally send it to you, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, and and I'm now officially a part of it. Yeah.
3: Excellent. Well, yeah. So, um, uh, Happy to promote it. Uh, once again, everybody, it's the functionally dysfunctional show. Um, Uh, that, that did um, <laughs> that did not go the way I thought it was going to go whatsoever. I'm um, not that any of our interview no. shows ever do. No, uh, it did.
1: Uh, same here. <laughs>
3: um, go for. It. What, how do I what? I don't know what to do with that. Um, it. I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> if if that's the still well, of Christianity today, then uh, things are okay.
1: <laughs> see, that's just it. I think it, it makes me a little more ease knowing that the outlook is moving away from the organized religion, the man-made, created stories of your, you know, um, well, yeah, into what it really should be, which it. is – yeah. And it's really nice to see that it's changing. What I'm the only thing that I'm scared about is is if this catches on. The only thing that'll happen after this is this will end up being the new religion which will end up becoming corrupted.
3: Um Yeah. Cuz that's
1: just that's what always, like every new religion that came off of you know the very first religion that was ever created you know, which was... I actually had it on my computer. I don't have it anymore. Um, oh, actually, wait, I do. Uh, like, the very first religion, as far as anybody knew it, was... Oh, nope. what the fuck is that? That is uh, not Cosmic it crater. at all.
3: <laughs> Cosmic crater.
1: Um... Well, it was technically the bear worship, um, which is what started. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's it basically starts from whatever. And as it moves, makes its way throughout society and groups and everything else, each one just takes, for the most part, a principle off that one, applies it to that day and age of the new one, and it goes on and so forth and so forth. Until now that we have eight and a half billion fucking religions for seven billion people, you know yeah. – um It's, it's just gotten a little out of control with that but um knowing like but the one commonality is that each religion once it catches on to a major thing it all becomes bastardized it all becomes humanized really is what it brings it down to and i would be ecstatically happy to be a part of I guess the belief system that takes away man and all that's bullshit flaws and puts it into what religion or what belief is supposed to be, which is just be good to others and stop being a dick.
3: Right. It sounds like, uh, basically the 10 commandments could be, uh, the three that Jeffrey brought up. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah. uh, don't punch anyone in the face who doesn't deserve it. Don't be an asshole. (laughs) <laughs> um, I could get by, I could get behind that. That's what you and I say every day. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's almost. It's, I'm, I'm almost disappointed that's in cool. a way.
1: <laughs> it, say all these specific words, and the priest says something. The priest always sings in one monolithic tone, which is frustratingly annoying.
3: Yeah. you know. Uh, um, that bugs me about most podcasts too, by the way
1: oh my god does we hear some of these guys talk there's just there's no life and i
2: don't get it
3: um wow well i gotta say i am not proud because i i'm i am now the worst case scenario i am the the judgmental one i am the the not open-minded guy i it sucks a little bit (laughs) I'm going to have to completely change my view, um, which is the exact opposite of what today was all about. So I'm not publishing this episode Hey, <laughs> you guys. It's, it's live. I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> um, what an awesome thing. And I got to say, uh, thank you, Gord, for uh, just being such a great partner uh, on this ride uh, I've never learned so much in my life as I've learned <laughs> in, in the last couple of months of doing this show. And to our listeners, uh, thank you guys for sticking around. This is the official end of season two, but we're still going all next week. Um, it, uh, but we are shifting to our regular uh, a new format uh, for season three where we're going to be doing just Monday to Thursday. Uh, We're going to keep it as close to 6 p.m. Eastern time as possible, although next week's a little bit all over the map. Um, But join us live. We'll be live every day. Uh, Feel free to join us live on Um, Spreaker.com. We're going to be interviewing like this because I I learned a ton from these interviews. We're going to try to just do like one a week, I think, is probably best for us. And then three days of your usual uh, Eric and Gord telling you what's up. Okay. Um, but I'm really looking forward to it. And it feels to me like we are embarking on our, now we're getting started. I think these last two years have been, Yeah. I have personally made every mistake humanly possible. Um, as far as podcasting is concerned. Um, I don't view them that way. I think I just did things <laughs> a different way than everyone else did. But I really feel like now we've got our footing. Now we're, now uh we're now it begins now we'll see if we yes. have a viable show or not uh so I everyone listening please stick with us we will be broadcasting all next week but our official season 3 premiere is the 18th and that's just an arbitrary date it's Wednesday March 18th because that was the day the show started <laughs> that is technically the <laughs> official uh third year anniversary and i'm stoked buddy i think we got a cool year coming up
1: absolutely something available tomorrow uh on monday um this is something that eric and i have talked about a little bit eric i don't think you you know about this official release yet um but there's a documentary coming out on monday which has been many years, many, many years in the making. And uh, this is a really, 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 really big deal. It's called My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys. Uh, It's the the, uh, story of Corey Feldman and Corey Haim. But it's not just that. Uh, There's also people here like the uh, uh, former star from Young and the Restless, uh, Christoph St. John. He died last year of heart failure. He is also in it, uh, which is a really big deal uh, because he talked about some of the shit that he went through with that but the biggest deal that's coming out with this thing is these motherfuckers are naming names.
3: Yes. Now I, I, uh, those of you who followed the very early days of the podcast, um, and some of the episodes that no longer exist, you know that I, I've actually, uh, befriended. Well, I should say Mr. Feldman befriended me. Uh, he'll help me out Mm -hmm. with a personal situation I had. And, uh, I've stayed in contact with his sister. Uh, I knew about this thing two years ago, and I've been waiting for it ever since. Um, Very exciting that it's finally coming out. Um, I know he has been through just to hell and back in making this thing.
1: Yep, Uh, absolutely. He has been told to shut it down. He
3: says it's going to expose. uh, There's going to be a lot of egg on a lot of faces. Because a lot of people that are patting themselves on the back and saying, ha take that, Harvey, are the same ones that are yeah. going to be named next week.
1: Yeah, it's going to be a huge deal. Um, so for those looking for it, uh, you, you can stream it on Monday at uh, mytruthdoc.com. So uh, mytruthdoc.com. Uh, it's 20 bucks to to stream it. Um, you don't get it for free, but, uh, that will be up there. And, uh, this is a, this is a huge thing. And, um, I actually am considering, I might actually see if there's a way that I can actually stream myself and get it. Uh, I I get it for free. Oh, do you? Okay. (laughs)
3: I'll talk to you about that
1: after.
3: (laughs) Uh, I'll see what I can do for us. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, definitely stick around for that. Um, I've been trying very hard to see if I could get a few minutes with him on the podcast and it's just, it's virtually impossible right now, obviously. Uh, But maybe he can eke us out five minutes sometime this year. That'd be very, very cool.
1: I would love that. it would be amazing. Um,
3: (laughs) And you can follow us. Please start following us. Uh, Instagram. Uh, It's just Instagram slash Eric and Gord. Uh, Twitter, it's Uh, at Eric and Gord Show. No, it's not. It's at Eric underscore Gord. I'm sorry. Uh, Facebook at Eric and Gord Show. Uh, Podchaser at Eric and Gord Show. Listen notes at Eric and Gord Show. Like anywhere you follow a podcast, you can follow me and Gord, leave your reviews, leave your uh, ratings. They actually do mean a lot um, in the podcast world. And every time... You leave us a rating or a review, and it gets noticed. Uh, it makes our show a little bit better, and as you can tell, if you've stuck around from the beginning, we <laughs> just get better and better and better. Um, and that's thanks to you guys. So uh, please follow us Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Send your emails. The actual email address is Eric at dot world. Um. Or Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina at gmail.com. <laughs> that one takes more; it's got much more storage space. Um, <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't know what to say. What a hell of a way to end the year on. Um, I'm just so fucking happy. It's ridiculous. That was awesome. yeah. It just it was great.
1: Um, how I mean, like a. Told you numerous times. I, I love this show. I love, uh, I love this opportunity that we've both been given. Uh, I think this is great, and um, um, I'm just happy. Then a happier than a pig in shit right now to be a part of it. So it's just awesome. So thank you.
3: Me too. So I guess there's not much else to say. That totally just my whole opinion about everything just got fucked up. And that's very cool. <laughs> very very cool I like that very much so tomorrow Monday March the 9th we are welcoming Mike Simmons to the show Mike Simmons is the founder of the Anything Goes project he's a writer a speaker an artist and a content creator who has a passion for sharing stories that inspire encourage and lift people up ah uh, gross
1: Ah, <laughs> oh, this will be
3: a fun one um i well if you lift us up any higher it's just gonna be blasphemous i i need someone who wants to share some <laughs> shitty stories and knock people down i'm looking forward to that one
1: <laughs> take us down a peg or two. <laughs> <laughs> Oh mother of christ yes
3: <laughs> looking
1: forward to that
3: um gonna be a good one that is tomorrow night uh, it's gonna be a little bit later start um mike's not on until 9 p.m eastern time so i'm not sure what time we can start we can start whenever we want basically
1: yeah um yeah we'll just play a little bit earlier
3: so just check out facebook these gentlemen, you, facebook so. twitter instagram the usual suspects see what time we're going live and join us call in write in tell me you're out there for the love of god please I need the validation.
1: <laughs> yeah, let, let, let them know, folks. Personally, I, I you know, whatever. But I say, let Eric know. Let us know. We want to know. We do. We want to know. Where are you? What do you think of the show? Do you like us? Do you not like us? What would you like to see different? What uh, You know, a topic, uh, your birthday. Fuck, I don't care. Tell me about your fucking period. I don't care. Whatever. Um, just... Talk to us. Let us know. We're up for the conversation.
3: There we have it. And as I said before, we don't need fancy guests. Anybody's more than welcome to be a guest any day of the week. So, that is it for us. That was a very epic two-hour podcast. One of our best. Great way to end the season. Thank you guys for being a part of it. Thank you, Gord. I'm just going to say, until next time, take care of each other. Watch out for asteroids. (laughs) Oh, I just read a thing about that too. (laughs) Yeah, night, everybody.
0: (laughs) Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. you.
2: Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.